a wonderful day we have today. Welcome to yet another episode of Walk Through the Bible with me. I am your host, Professor Ngazeka Mbadjogu, coordinator of Emerald's Professional Women Ministry. We'll be taking Acts chapter 7 today from verses 1 to 30. Thank you, Father, for your spirit. Breathe life into the reading of your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bible reading Acts chapter 7 from verses 1 to 30 Reading from the New International Version of the Scriptures Then the high priest asked Stephen, Are these charges true? To this he replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even enough ground to set his foot on. But God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land. Even though at that time Abraham had no child, God spoke to him in this way. For 400 years, your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, God said. And afterward, they will come out of that country and worship me in this place. Then he gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision, and Abraham became the father of Isaac, and circumcised him eight days after his birth. Later, Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Then a famine struck all Egypt and Canaan, bringing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. When Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our forefathers on their first visit. On their second visit, Joseph told his brothers who he was and Pharaoh learned about Joseph's family. After this, Joseph sent for his father Jacob and his whole family, 75 in all. Then Jacob went down to Egypt, where he and our ancestors died. There, their bodies were brought back to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought from the sons of Hamor at Shechem for a certain sum of money. As the time drew near for God to fulfill his promise to Abraham, 
the number of our people in Egypt had greatly increased. Then, a new king to whom Joseph meant nothing came to power in Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our ancestors by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they would die. At that time, Moses was born, and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for by his family. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him in and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. He saw one of them being mistreated by an Egyptian, so he went to his defense and avenged him by killing the Egyptian. Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. The next day, Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting. He tried to reconcile them by saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. take the highlights from Acts chapter 7 verses 1 to 29. Now, the first highlight is verse 6. God spoke to him in this way, for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own and they will be enslaved and mistreated. Second highlight, verses 9 and 10. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his trouble. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. The third highlight, verse 23 to 22. At that time, Moses was born, and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for by his family. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. The fourth highlight, verse 25. Moses thought that his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they did not. And the last, verse 27. But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Declare with me. I declare 
that the purpose of God for my life shall stand. I accept the path that God has ordained for me to get to the end and I submit myself to that path because it is the path of peace and my lifting. By my submission, I declare I shall meet my mandatory benefactors and destiny helpers on this path. I submit myself to the mercy of our God, which is continually speaking on my behalf. I shall not be afraid, neither shall I be dismayed. us pray. Dear Father, thank you for the destinies of your people and the pathway to their destinies. I ask that as you prepare your people for the palace and honor, you will grant the grace to bear any training they will receive. Father, let your mercy speak on their behalf, O God, especially those in high places not one of them will fall away or drop back by reason of this training. I speak into their destinies and ask that today will mark the day of their stepping out of their prisons. Those in high places like Daniel shall find favor and grace to maintain their inheritance. For those other, for others, O oh God, direct their steps into the path that leads to their palaces and their places of honor and breakthroughs. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I also direct the feet of their mandatory benefactors and destiny helpers to locate them right now. Orchestrate divine connections right now, O God. Thank you, Father, for it is done. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. three actions for today. Number one, ask God to open your eyes to understand the reason for any challenge you are facing right now. You never know, that challenge may be a training in disguise. Number two, ask God to give you a vision of your destiny. It is only if you see yourself in the place of honor that you can walk, push, and fight for it. The right vision is the starting point for lifting. Number three, above all, ask God for divine wisdom. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 16 to 17, that long life is in the hands of wisdom and on her left hand are riches and honor, that her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. So ask God, for divine wisdom. Meet us on Facebook again or call us on 0818-420-7601. Again, 
or do a mail to admin at emeraldswomen.org or you can meet us on Telegram to share your experiences or for further inquiries. Go forth and shine for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.